0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: And welcome back to Mindset Monday. Gene and Jeff Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coaches from Wrestling Mindset. Wrestling Mindset, the number one wrestling-specific mindset program anywhere in the world. And here we are with again with another great Mindset Monday. What are we doing today, Jeff? We are going to start
2: chapter one. Nope, the introduction of developing the predator mindset, winning sports and life. So our best-selling book, we have to give a shout-out to Mr. Austin Wall of Wall Athletics. He's doing great things up in Oakland, New Jersey. He recommended going through our book and going chapter by chapter and then providing some commentary. So we're going to give it a shot. Austin, this one's for you.
1: All right, so we're going to take it from the introduction. First of all, if you don't have a copy, make sure you get a copy. We have them on our website, or do they go to Amazon? Where do we send them? You could get it on our
2: website or Amazon. If you want the hard copy book, you have to go on Amazon. Amazon, Developing the Predator Mindset, Winning Sports and Life.
1: All right, make sure you, make sure you get your copy. All right, I'm on page seven. Introduction. Deep in the African savannah, a lion patiently watches a gazelle. The lion crouches in the tall grass and stalks ahead, gazing intently at its prey. The gazelle hears a faint rustling and looks up. Its eyes dart from left to right, scanning the horizon for imminent dangers. But it sees none and resumes feeding. The lion springs into action with an explosion of effortless speed and power. By the time the gazelle notices, it's too late. The lion has triumphed once again in this primal fight for survival. Predator and prey. The animal kingdom can be broken down into these two kinds of animals. Eat or be eaten. It's not pretty, but it's the way of the animal kingdom. There's a simple way to tell if mammals are predator or prey just by looking at them. Is it their teeth? No. Their claws? No. Their size? No. It's their eyes. If you look at a predator animal, like lions, tigers, and bears, You will notice that their eyes are located squarely in the front of their head. Why might they have been created to have eyes on the front of their head? Survival. With eyes on the front, the predator is laser-focused on its goal. Lunch. On the other hand, prey animals, like squirrels, chipmunks, and rabbits, they have eyes on the side of their head. Why might prey animals have been created to have eyes on the side of their head? Again, survival. To live, the prey must be on the lookout for what is going on around them, or they will be eaten. I studied animal behavior as an undergraduate in the psychology program at the University of Pennsylvania, where I I was a collegiate wrestler. At the time, the full impact of studying animals' adaptations hadn't hadn't yet dawned on me, and I certainly never would have thought that 10 years later, I would be at the U.S. Olympic Training Center presenting this lesson to some of the top athletes in the world. As a mindset coach, I've worked with tens and thousands of athletes around the country from young children to Olympians, and I've helped them to develop not only in competition, but in every area of their life, from school to personal relationships. The Predator mindset, effort, attitude, and aggressiveness has proven to be the most effective tool in training these athletes. It is the backbone of my winning mindset system, which has become the top sports-specific mindset program in the country. The predator mindset can be stated simply, eyes on the front like to hunt, eyes on the side like to hide. Predator athletes with the eyes on the front of their head are focused on their goals and on the factors within their control. They look forward, they live for the hunt, they go for the kill. Prey athletes with eyes on the side of their head focus on things going on around them. They obsess over the past, future, and other factors outside of their control. They follow the rankings. They focus on getting more likes on social media. They dwell on the opinions of their parents, coaches, and friends. These timeless principles go well beyond athletics. They apply to business, sales, or even weight loss. In this book, I will train you to maneuver with the ferocious hunger of a lion rather than the cautious appetite of a gazelle. Step one is simple. It begins with a consistent morning routine. After you wake up and wash your face and brush your teeth, you look at yourself in the mirror and locate your eyes. Are they on the front or on the side? I once posed this question to a large group of athletes. An eight-year-old literally jumped to his feet in excitement. I can't believe it. I'm a predator. After running over to give this enthusiastic kid a high five, I shouted at the rest of the audience. That's exactly how all of you should be feeling. Regardless of our external excitement, we must understand this fact. We are all born predators. Our eyes are on the front that indicate every cell in our body is geared towards goal attainment. In this book, I will teach you how to distinguish the patterns of predator and prey thinking and how to use those patterns to reach your goals. The predator mindset will show you how to achieve success in every area of your life. Eye of the tiger. Disclaimer. Predator can be a taboo word, particularly in light of current events. It is used throughout this book as an analogy to performance, as a useful way of simplifying our thinking and making these lessons memorable. Many of us are prone to overthinking, and we need effective tools to cut through the weeds in our mind. This is what the predator mindset is all about. It is in no way related to sexual or violent predators. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get down to business.
2: All right, that's the introduction, so not quite chapter one. The intro to the predator-prey mindset book. First question, how did that animal behavior class go?
1: <laughs> not not well academically for, for grade-wise, but uh, I mean, outside of anyone who became a veterinarian, I'm probably one of the few people actually applying some of those lessons because I don't see how tangible that is and relevant to applicable to everyday life, but we have it in our mindset program.
2: <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, Why do you think the lesson is so effective at all levels? So we talk about the predator versus prey mindset. And I got to imagine that most people that have listened to us for some time have seen a video, heard a presentation, you know, read something about the predator versus prey mindset. So it's something that will literally bring this out at any level. Like you said, the Olympic team, the eight-year-old wrestlers, it really doesn't matter. Why do you think it's so effective at all levels?
1: It just it's a very simple way of looking at things. of course, it is a little bit overly simplified. There are even more nuances when you ha- when you when you dive deep into this. So, you know, people say, well, what about this and what about that? Of course, there's exceptions to the rules. It's just an analogy, but it it really frames your thinking. It almost gives you like these these new glasses, new lenses of a way to look at the world and not just looking at the world, but looking at the decisions you make, the actions that you take, the choices. How you're separating things in your mind. What should I focus on? It primarily ans- answers the question what should I focus on? What should I spend my energy in um, my thoughts? Which thoughts should I spend time on? Which thoughts should I not spend time on? And-, and we all know that basically every coach, every teacher, every leader, every parent says pretty much the same thing focus on what you could control, forget about what you can't control, right? Especially in a post COVID world. We were hearing this before COVID control the controllables, forget about the things outside of your control. But humans are notoriously bad at that. We forget that very quickly. And we end up going back to prey thoughts. We think too much about winning or losing. We think about the past, the future, what other people think about us. I want to look good in front of other people. I don't want to look bad in front of other people. Are people laughing at me? You know, how do I stack up compared to my teammates and my friends and my family? So we easily shift back to that thinking. So we, we need a very simple reminder. And, and the more we can engage our senses and our imagination, the more likely that message is going to stick. So when we think about a lion, a tiger, a bear, right? When, when we see that those those predator, those predator animals, uh, and we compare them to the prey animals, the squirrels, chipmunks, deer, it's, we, we have a sense in sports that we want to be the, the predator, not the prey. So it's we it, it emotionally arouses that 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 desire to I want to be in sports. I want to be the lion. I don't want to be the gazelle. So it's and, and then when and then when we think about that, well, do I want to be the if I'm the gazelle? That means I get eaten. It means I'm weak. It means I I lose. So it, it reminds me that that focusing on things outside of my control, it relates that it mentally links it to weakness. The visual imagery goes a long way. The the. Uh, the admittedly overly simplified black and white thinking really helps cut through a lot of the um the confusion in our in our minds. And as a general rule, it's a great, it's a great way to look at things. And I find that you know, nine times out of ten, when you're feeling a disproportionate amount of sadness, fear, or anger, and we all feel we all feel those things. We're human, you're gonna get sad, you're gonna get mad, you're gonna be afraid. But when there's a disproportionate amount of fear, sadness, or anger, there's always, I mean, almost always a lurking prey mindset underneath the surface. If you dig, dig, if you dig deep enough, you're, you're focusing on the wrong things. There's prey thoughts going on. But to answer your question, it's the it's the visual imagery. It's it's the black and white thinking. It's very clear cut. And it's that desire to be when you're competing to be the lion, not the gazelle. You don't want to get eaten.
2: That's right. So eyes on the front like to hunt eyes on the side like to hide. What about sharks?
1: Yeah, that comes up a lot of times. People will say that. And we say, well, look, first of all, it's an analogy. It's a metaphor. And, and in the, in the ma- for mammals, you know, in the land, that's, that's how it is. So well, the wise guys out there, you're right. Maybe, maybe it's not a perfect analogy, but that's okay. It's, it's, it doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be useful. A
2: quick break from today's podcast. Wrestling season is here. Wrestling Mindset is the number one wrestling-specific program anywhere in the world. This season, make sure to work with a Wrestling Mindset coach to get the mental edge so that you can build confidence, stay motivated, and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at WrestlingMindset.com. Click on the free trial session. Type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information. Type in Podcast Discount wrestlers will receive a $100 discount and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to wrestlingmindset.com. Click on the free trial session, type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month and teams will receive a $200 discount in any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast. Yep. Yep. And so we say focusing on ourselves and not other people. that doesn't mean like treating other people like jerks. like if somebody needs help, we don't help them. right Part of our the predator mindset the, the, the most important part should be our faith and morals. right So that's that's got to be something that's considered. So it's not like I don't care about you No, it's I don't focus on what you're doing if it's not if it's really not productive. right It doesn't mean I don't help you if you need help. It doesn't mean I don't treat you kindly. Um, it just means that if somebody else is doing something, I can't just say, well, my friend didn't study and he got an A. It's like I don't care about your friend, right? That's not important.
1: Right, it's uh, like you said consider it's not just that the that, that your faith and morals are considered. That's that's the lens from which you're viewing all of this. So, that's the backbone, that's the foundation of the entire pyramid. So, when when we say, that's that's why the the true predator mindset, you have your priorities in order. And when you say faith, family, school, wrestling, right? It, you never sacrifice, you never sacrifice the, the lower for, you never sacrifice the higher for something lower. In other words, even wrestle, even wrestling, if there's something that, that you're doing that, that would go against your, you know, that, that would, go, that would go against, that goes against faith and morals. Well, guess what? That's not the predator mindset. That's the prey mindset because you're sacrificing the lower for the higher. That's exactly why you don't treat someone like a jerk because the, ulti- the ultimate predator mindset, so to speak, is that, you're living, a, you're living a good, clean life. So yeah, make making sure that that's it's all done in the proper perspective.
2: Yep. i to think of some other misconceptions of the, the predator mindset. I think one of them is that people just think predator minds and they're, they're only thinking about the aggressive part. It's like a lion, they just attack and they attack and they attack and it's like predator mindset. I like it because it's aggressive and maybe some people like it for the wrong reasons, even the predator mindset, right? They're simply just thinking about being aggressive that is an important part of it but by being aggressive we mean not just attacking haphazardly right it's it's doing it strategically right so if you're talking about being aggressive being intelligently aggressive right? like we say in business be tactfully tenacious right or you know calc- taking calculated risks right it's uh, it's not being just rash
1: Right, exactly. One should be intelligently aggressive at this point. That's right. <laughs> but the key, our coach used to say that. That's why we laughed there. But that, but it's true. One should be intelligently aggressive at this point. Just funny because like we don't know what point everyone is at. In a beginning wrestler. But the, the point is this: with with the aggressiveness, the reason why it's it, the reason why this is a really solid analogy. Also, is because generally speaking, in in life, and we, and we did a podcast on this. Our last mindset Monday was on initiative initiative, which is related to being aggressive, tactfully tenacious. Are you going after it? Are you doing enough? Are you volunteering? Are you going the extra mile? Or are you waiting for things to happen around you, right? So nine times out of 10, when we're talking about mindset, or I don't know about nine times out of 10, but a lot of times when you're, when you're thinking about like baseline mindset, a foundation level mindset, it's, are you doing enough? Are you going after it? and the, the big thing that holds us back when we tend to get nervous or worried what we stop doing is attacking right there's the fight or flight mode if every kid if every kid was just oh whenever there's adversity they fight instead of uh, fly away and we we're, we're not talking about necessarily a physical confrontation we're talking about simply you know that you you know you miss a challenge or you know you make a mistake we keep going forward a lot of times once we make a mistake we lose we tend to take a step back right you ask someone out on a date, you get rejected. Oh, I'm not going to talk to anyone again. I don't want to get embarrassed again. I don't want to get laughed at. You, you, you volunteer to read in front of the, the teacher selects you to read in front of the class. And then maybe you stumble upon your words. I'll never read in front of the class again. And the, the predator mindset with that, with that, where you think about aggressiveness, it reminds you to, no, keep going, keep moving forward, keep taking initiative. That's usually the first thing that stops when people get nervous aggressiveness so it's good that we it does the predator mindset does make you think about being aggressive. That being said, that is not truly what we're talking about with the predator mindset that's an aspect of the predator mindset but that's not truly what it means in its most fundamental um, sense in, in terms of our analogy. what it really means is control the controllables that means each person has an optimal point um, for for competition like what your thoughts, your feelings your emotions, that's, that's where you compete at your best. Get yourself to your optimal point. There are so many athletes, maybe more athletes than not, that compete their best when they're loose, smiling, laughing, having fun, treating everything light, and they go out and they perform really well. That's the predator mindset for them. It doesn't. The, the last thing you want to get this in your head is to mean you're, you're mean, you're mad, you're competing angry. That's not what it is. There might be one in 50 people that can do that and do well, and in that case— That is your mind. That is your predator mindset. But predator mindset is, again, you're controlling your controllables. And when you're competing, it's that effort, attitude, aggressiveness. And then your day to day life, you're focusing on your action plan. You're focusing on the things that you can do, your your lifestyle, your preparation. I'm focusing on the decisions I'm making when I'm eating. I'm focusing on, you know, my bedtime. I'm focusing on getting my workouts in. What? getting the most out of my workouts. I'm asking questions. I'm taking initiative. I'm staying after I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm controlling what I can control. I'm focusing on myself. It doesn't mean you're not helpful to other people or you're a good teammate or anything. It has nothing to do with that. It's just don't get caught up in a lot of the garbage that's going around on around you. That's outside of your control.
2: Yeah. So I'd say, so the predator mindset is effort, attitude, and aggressiveness. But if I had to pick another word, it would also be focus, just focusing on the right things.
1: That's really what it is. It's your,
2: it's your predator
1: mindset is what you're focusing on. Yeah.
2: So I think one of the other reasons why this is, you know, really a successful lesson right now is because I think you could, we could probably agree on <laughs> probably everyone watching that there's more prey mindset now more than ever, right? With, with social media, with technology, and there's new social media every day. I mean, you just look around at the average teenager, it's like TikTok, Snapchat, um, Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, it's like, there's a lot. And there's things that we probably don't even know about because we could care less, right? But they're they're out there. There's technology. And it's like, so these things are being, they're just out there much more than they were in the past. You know, you have a bad match. Well, now you're watching it a couple minutes later on Instagram or you know, you wrestled somebody in practice and then you have a parent who's actually posting your practice up there. It's like, think, think about that. It's like, as if it's not, we're not thinking bad enough to go, like, I lost to this guy in practice today. Now you're watching it on on Instagram and
1: your friends are watching it on Instagram. And they're com- and there's commenting going on. That's the other thing.
2: Yeah. So you're so it's like you're looking at not only what happened that could make it worse, but then yeah, you're seeing how other people are are responding to that. And it's like you could really go down a negative rabbit hole that way, you know, very, very easily. So it's it's not a surprise to see like mental health issues are through the roof nowadays because it's just things are more less private. You know, things that should be private are really not private anymore.
1: Right. And, and what and what is a lot of times social media, Instagram and all these things become now at its best. It's good for networking and it's and, you know, it, having wholesome fun with your friends on social media. Right. Wholesome. But um, it, a lot of times it quickly devolves into 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 a lot of other garbage right there. Like and, and, and a lot of times it becomes for a lot of people. We know this both parents and athletes. It becomes like a, a status of a visual status resume. It's like when do we post pictures? When things are going well? When we're happy? So, when you look at other people's social media, people usually don't post a picture when they're having a bad day. We're not saying you don't see emo posts out there every now and then, but the point is, by and large, they're the exception, not the rule. Emo posts. What do you usually see when they're on vacation? They're with their friends. You know, now you could put all. Now you could apply all kinds of filters to to pictures, which is crazy. You could make yourself look. You know, whatever, (laughs) a lot better or whatever it is you want to do, you could doctor the picture. So, you know, that that visual resume that people kind of put together, they they want to look good in front of other people. People are competing. They're looking for likes. They're looking for, you know, views. Did I get enough views? Did I get enough likes? It's a pretty unhealthy way of of looking at things. Uh, We we watched some of Gary V's material. And one of the things I really liked that he said was if you're putting out if you're a content provider, Don't don't focus on the likes. Put out good content. And it's not saying you can't be aware of what's going on. Like we could see some of our videos will do really well, like far better than the others and other videos will do worse. So, yeah, you see what's going on there, but you don't make all decisions just based on how many likes we're going to get. It's this is this is what we do. This is the content we provide. And within that, do the best we can. So but that that's what we get caught up in. And it's easy to get caught up in that where we start thinking a lot of times we're not living in the moment when we're with our family or friends. And it's what's the picture I'm going to post and what's the message I'm going to write? How many times you see people sitting in the corner at a party, family party? We're not talking about like drinking party, but or maybe they do that there too. great time at this party and they're just sitting in the corner and they're not even interacting with anyone. It's like they're not living. It was all about getting to that event. And, you know, you check in on Facebook, show everyone we're at the, you know, the PNC or whatever. You know, it's like we're here. We're here. We're at the concert, right? And or you're you're at you're at Aruba. You're there. But are you really enjoying it? Are you really living in the in the moment?
2: Yeah, exactly. Whoop-de-doo. What does it all mean, Basil? <laughs>
1: exactly, Exactly.
2: Exactly. So I, I think we I think that's a good stopping point. Next week we'll go into chapter one, which is Mindset Training for Success. Another pretty short chapter. And I think a lot of these are. They're, they're short chapters, but they're know a lot of a lot of good lessons and a lot of good stories in each chapter really something you're going to want to get if you don't have the book i mean we're going to go through it but i would follow along it's amazon i don't know 19 20 bucks tops and um there's a ton of lessons a lot of lessons that we learned over you know a lot of training a lot of coaching a lot of experience with with different types of athletes because when it comes to mental training you know yeah a lot of times when we talk about stuff we speak in generalities but but the reality is everyone's different so there's different stories there's different everyone's different and they're different each year each person is different each year each month each each day in a certain sense right so um so yeah there's there's a ton to be learned in this book so develop the predator mindset we'll go through chapter one next
1: oh yeah and we, and when um when I wrote this book Remember, what everything we do with Wrestling Mindset, we're thinking about what we know what it's like being in the wrestler's shoes, yep. whether it's, you know, middle school, high school, even below, like even, you know, 10, right? We know what it's like being in the wrestler's shoes. So we've structured everything to the best of our ability, not perfectly, obviously, but to the best of our ability to to give athletes and give coaches what would what would we want when we were their age? The last thing I didn't like reading when I was in when I was in elementary school, middle school, high school. I love reading now, but I didn't back then. So to apply the mentality now, back then, would not would it make sense? So the book, if you notice it's, it's, it's very thin. The, the print is, the print is pretty easy to read. There's, um, and then, and then once you get to page 75, no what?
2: No pictures, uh,
1: no pictures. Okay. That's, that's, a, draw, that's a drawback. We've been e- Graphs. Graphs. If you have any, if we have any illustrators out there, maybe we go that route. But by the time you get to page seventy-five, you get to our ten best mindset exercises. So the point is, it's not a long book. You could polish this thing off in two or three days easily. Pretty much anyone. So you're going to want to make sure you get it. And this this becomes an introduction, a starting point, a foundation for then beginning the one-on-one mindset training program. So read the book. Start your mindset training. You give yourself the best chance to succeed in wrestling, school, business, and life. Mindset makes the difference. We'll see you again next week. Chapter one.
0: Hold up.